Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up to all of my fellow tribe mates out there? Devin's is the idol king. Is the four as solid as they really seem? And who is in the best position to get to that final tribal council? The tribe has spoken, and the Survivor After Show starts right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, everybody? I am so happy to be back here on Survivor Wednesday talking about Survivor Season 38, Episode 13, Idol or Bust. I know I was out last week, Tim is out this week, Mike will be here soon, but I am holding down the fort, and I am so excited to be talking about tonight's episode with you all. So just to, we're obviously going to be talking about Devin's finding idols, why isn't anyone trying as hard as him to find those idols, is... Aurora really on the bottom. We're going to be talking about the edge of extinction and how I personally kind of felt it was like reminiscent of the rites of passage, but let me get your take on that. And of course, we will be talking about tonight's vote. Sadly, it was Aurora who went home. But before we get into any of those details, just some overall thoughts on tonight's episode. Now, I it's it's hard as we go forward for me personally. Like the, this season, obviously in episodes, there have been really good moments. But as a whole, and I can see you all in the chat, Nathan, Royal 16, Joseph, Eric, Bria. I feel like some of you may share similar opinions that the season has kind of been a little, eh, especially coming off of last season with David versus Goliath. But there are some good moments. This episode as well had some good moments. But I feel personally for me at this point, next week is the finale. And the only satisfying winner I feel for me would be Devin's. I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about Devin's. I know Tim and Mike definitely have mixed feelings about Devin's. I do too. I'll be perfectly honest. Last week... I I respect his gameplay so much, but the arrogance was a tad much for me. I was like, ooh, Devins, you're all the way up here, and I really like you, and I really respect your gameplay. But then he got a little arrogant, and I was like, "Mm, we get it. You're a good player. You don't need to take it there. But, of course, he says things in the heat of the moment. You say things in the heat of the moment on Survivor, so I totally get that. Uh, Nathan is saying, I would argue either Victoria or Gavin would, I'm assuming, would be a satisfying winner. I could see Gavin. I could see Gavin. Victoria, I think a lot of her good moves came at the beginning of the season, and I think she's kind of just flown under the radar ever since then. Uh, But, you know, I I don't know. I think the people left in this game right now, obviously, like, Devin's is the most respectable winner just because of the kind of game he played, in my opinion. So let's get into post-tribal. And we're coming off of this uh, tribal, and of course, Devin's knows he's on the bottom, so of course he goes out to try and find another hidden immunity idol. And he's just, this specifically kind of irked me, in the sense because Lauren 
is fully aware. She's smart. She's smarter than people give her credit for. And she is fully aware and telling everybody else, no, Devons didn't get that idol from Edge of Extinction, which is a brilliant joke because as far as everyone knows, they haven't really found I- idols on the island. They've only seen advantages and idols come from Edge of Extinction. So it's a very good lie to... It's a lie to make. It's a really good lie to make because as far as everybody else knows, besides Lauren, who does still have her idol... Everybody else would assume that that's true. So good for him that he can uh, dish out that lie and try and go off and find idols by himself. But Lauren is smart, and she's fully aware that there is an idol out there on the island, and Rick is lying about getting this idol from Edge of Extinction. If that's the case, it irked me if, Lauren, if you know this, why aren't you going out there and finding the idol before Rick? It was really frustrating because she knew... And everybody knew at that point that the only way for Rick to save his butt is to, of course, win individual immunity. But he's, of course, also going to be finding ulterior ways to stay in the game, which is finding hidden immunity idols. So they, later on in the show, which we will get to, did decide to follow him around. But why didn't they do that sooner? Because it's very obvious that as soon as he got back from Tribal, he's going to go out there and start hunting down those idols so quickly, but I'm just a little disappointed that no one, especially Lauren in that moment, who knew, did not decide to go and try and find it. And of course, Devins finds the idol because he is the idol king. He's also the only one who, at this point, I think is kind of playing really, really hard. And that might be as inspiration of coming back from Edge of Extinction. You didn't play hard the first time, so you're going to give it your all going this time around. Uh, Rebecca, Sarah in the chat is saying, no one chases Rick. That's true. Again, I, I'm baffled that no one tried to follow him around as much to get him back to try and find that idol. It baffled me. <laughs> but we will continue on from there. So again, Devins finds the idol. Good for him. He's doing his best to ensure his part in the game. Very smart on him. And again, you know, he can be arrogant, but he, I have to respect his gameplay. He might turn me off sometimes with that arrogance, but he is playing such a good game that I can't really fault him for, you know, making some offhanded comments when he is finding idols, winning immunities, you know, getting the respect of people on Edge of Extinction. Isn't that right, Mike? Turning you off, just turning me on. (laughs) Devins is killing it. What up, everybody? You know... I love Devons. We know from last episode here that I love Devons. And this, what an episode. Like, I was all about it. Super duper pumped. I know I'm coming in a little bit late. We're just at him finding the idol. We're just at, yes, I just, I had a lot to say about him finding the idol on about just to bring you up to speed. How disappointed I was, especially in Lauren, who is fully aware that there are idols on the island at that moment it wasn't like i'm gonna just follow you around and make sure you don't find that idol i love that too i love that she came and was like come on like you could tell me you could tell me no no he can't because you're not friends everybody wants him off i i'm behind him 100 percent. and like shout out to uh eric for hitting me up on twitter because hell yeah team nerd Team Nerd, here's the thing. I I like Devons. I was rooting for Devons beforehand. I was probably rooting for some other people, too. I like Devons. I just want him to bring the arrogance just a tad down. No, I love it. Because on a personal note, it is a tad off-putting. I'm going to go back to what I said last week. I love the arrogance because it really is like him against the world. 
he's got to have some fun with this or else what you're just going to be like death stared the entire yeah. time he's got to have a good time with it he's having a lot of fun by himself basically on this island and i love how he's acting i love that he you set them on like wild goose chase running around that all by himself really i love it i i love everything he's doing i really like his game and he's in really really good shape if he can make it to the end of you know winning because he's doing so great Exactly, exactly. And that's kind of, you know, his whole tactic tonight at Tribal, which we'll get into, sure. which is why I found him just a mastermind in that moment, because it's like, how do you guys fall for that when you know he's in his position? But again, we will definitely talk about <laughs> that when we get to Tribal. But first, let's get to the reward challenge. So Gavin wins the reward. Good for Gavin. And of course, he picks Victoria and Lauren because there's this little four personal sure. alliance going on right now with Gavin, Victoria, Lauren, and Aurora. Right. And of course, it does not matter. There's always going to be someone who feels very sour, who feels at the bottom of the alliance when they don't get picked for a reward. Of course. And it's it's still kind of it still kind of gets to me sometimes. I mean, obviously, if you're in their situation, it's probably like, man, I just want to eat. I just want that. This would have meant so much to me. But like watching, it's like, oh, come on, guys. You've got yeah. You definitely have hunger to take into account but at the end of the day you know they have to pick somebody we've all watched it if you're in a four-person alliance look one of you is not going if it's a pick two here's a good question for you if you're in a situation like that do you ever pick the non-alliance members Mm, me personally yeah or do i like that move either me personally, uh, probably not because I wouldn't want to jeopardize my game. Uh, watching it, I love that move because I do, in a sense, think it's kind of smart. Um, because if you can get on the side of the person who's on the bottom, they have no one else to work with. So, you know, they'll probably eat up the fact that, oh, someone wants to work with me. But at the same time, that might show your alliance, oh, they clearly want to work with someone. Or it could come off as the fact of, oh, I don't. So say, for example, of Rick, if Gavin had chosen Rick, it could have been, I don't want Rick on the island to find the idol. I'm taking him so you guys can go out and ensure we have the idol. Right. It could be a good tactic in that sense. That, and I think you can do it that way if you explicitly say, I'm bringing them, guys, find the idol before Devin finds it. Yeah. Okay, something like that. What do you think about this, too? Because this is something that I oddly think about often. What do you think about the move of making the five possible people choose numbers or something like that? Like really trying to make it fair. Like, look, I don't want to have to choose between you guys or maybe even your three alliance members. You know, ABC, pick a, pick mm-hmm. a number and the two closest will win. It seems fair in theory, but I feel like mm-hmm. anytime anybody's tried to do something like that, it's seen as, come on, man, like you're just trying to wuss out. You won't make a decision. And it's like, but if I do make a decision, everybody hates yeah. me. If I try to get out of it, everybody hates me. You're kind of up a creek when you win a challenge like this. Here's the thing. No one is going to be satisfied. There's always going to be someone who tries to find any little thing to like be bothered by and to have a reason to be against somebody. That's always going to happen. In theory, I think it's completely fair that if you really can't choose and you don't want anyone to feel like they are being left out, then they have to be random and just hope that their luck is in their favor. You can also go for the, hey, does anybody want to opt out by themselves? Give somebody the opportunity to say, it's cool, like, I, I, I won't go. I don't want to go. Pick somebody else. Yeah, but who would do that? People have done it. Hmm. For sure. Yeah, you can try to garner a little bit of favor. That makes, at least looks a little bit favorable, saying it's cool, like, I'll bow out of this and take a little bit of the stress away. It's a potential move. It is. It's a potential move for the person who wins the reward, so... 
Good on them. But of course, you know, Aurora feels left out, and then obviously Devons and Julie quick are like, oh, he, he didn't choose Aurora? Oh, but, right. she, but she really hasn't won anything. I kept, you know, obviously trying to put the target on Gavin. Like, Absolutely. Well, look, 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 he didn't choose you. Absolutely, as they should. They should. And it was very smart. Uh, but what do you think? So Aurora kind of makes this comment when they're back at camp that she has no choice but to stick with this four-person alliance. And I found that very interesting because I I kind of think she's in a sense right because Aurora, from the very beginning, especially when they got out Joe, was at the bottom. It has taken her a very long time to get people on her side. And I think kind of turning against her alliance right now after she's worked so hard to gain trust with people and to be able to work with people would be bad for her game. But I want to get your opinion on that. I think even going past that, strictly numbers-based, when you've made it that far, are you willing to go to rocks? Because that's what's going to happen, right? If she switches and it goes 3-3, three to three, it's going to go to rocks, potentially. We did see everybody flip on Aurora anyway, but... I have a lot my, of opinions about that. <laughs> my, my immediate thought would be if I defect... It's going to go to rocks. And I don't think you want to risk that with six people. You're a solid four. Once you hit four, you're only one immunity win away from being at the final three. I don't think you jeopardize that. I think you stick with the four. No, I agree. I think you completely stick with the four because, like you were saying, numbers. That's what's most important in this game. Julie is clearly on the bottom. Rick will always be the number one target if he if you were able to get him out, yep. if he doesn't want individual immunity, regardless of if you know what he has up his sleeve, it's very smart for Aurora to stick with her four and to not try and go with Devin's because she's still going to want to get out Devin's. Devin's will always still be her enemy. So it's kind of like what the point. He's going to be everybody's yeah. number one target except Julie, I guess. Mm, if No, but see, if I was Julie, I would still play smart and be like, oh, there's no way I'm winning against Devin's. Like they might still be on the bottom. But I would still think it'd be very smart for Julie to work against Evans if well, she wants a chance of winning. Okay, this is interesting, okay? Uh-huh. Who does Julie win against? Because now we're into that great yeah. portion of the game where you want to take people who you think you can win against. I'm not honestly sure Julie wins against anybody who's no. left right now. Potentially some people on Extinction Island, but... She could win against Reem. I don't know. You this don't is know. Great. No, no, this is great. Okay, I, I even put this down on my notes, and I, I put it down uh, further down. When we go, and actually, this is right now on your timeline anyway. When we go to Extinction Island, and mm-hmm. we see them all read their letters. Which, okay. sorry, not to cut you off. Go ahead. I had made a comment at the top of the show saying how I felt them reading letters written to themselves before the game had started was very reminiscent of, like, the rites of passage. Yeah, which is the worst part of Survivor, right? The rites of passage is always the worst part. That's why they got rid of it. Okay. Now, my initial thought when they started reading their own letters was, wow, nothing's happening this episode and they really need to pad time. I was wondering because I'm not sure that I caught um, – her name just ran right out of my head. Aubrey. Who was was voted off last week? Ron. What? Ron. Ron, Sorry. She. Wow. It just went right on my head. I didn't see Ron read his letter. I don't think. I was honestly wondering if they shot that a different time. And they were waiting to use it when they needed filler for an episode. Huh. That was the first thing that ran in through my head. But the second thing that ran through my head was, wow. There Reem, was a, sorry, there, not to cut you off. There was a shot of Ron reading his okay, letter. Okay, sorry. Never mind. So forget me. But either way, 
I really think they needed to pad time. <laughs> Even if they shot it they in, in chronological, I think they needed to pad. But I was amazed by how much screen time Reem got. And I said, man, if she makes, I have it written right here. If Reem makes it off Extinction Island, she might win. Because they're really building her up. She's got more screen time than Chris. She's got more screen time than anybody on Extinction Island. I okay? They're really building her up for some reason. She's not that interesting a character. Sorry if you're watching this. It's just, it's not that interesting. We don't know anything about yeah. her. There's yeah. nothing to really tie us to her. She got voted off first. But she is on every episode. What are the producers telling us with this edit? I don't know. That's what came to my mind. I don't disagree with you. I think, obviously, there is a specific edit that wants us to focus on certain people more. We do see a lot of Reem whenever we get glimpses of Edge of Extinction. I'm also, I pose you the question, could it also be that they're just trying to hype her up in the sense that she is the first person voted out this game, she spent the most time on Edge of Extinction, and she is still here. But, no, is, is that nobody... Is that something like... Nobody voted off first has ever gotten this much airplay, okay? And you could say, yeah, she's still there, but basically all she's done is chill on the beach and eat. I'm not saying it's easy or anything like that. She hasn't really done anything. Neither has anybody else, for that matter, on you know Extinction Island. Could you argue that maybe that's why they're bringing it up? Because it's like, wow, look at this remarkable thing. Like, she's the first person voted out, and she's still there, and she's still fighting, and she I, almost came back the first time. I suppose they could, but it's not that remarkable to me. It's, it's not. <laughs> she You're didn't just go, there. She didn't You're come back. She just, is, she just got voted out first, and she's still around. Real quick, Bria in the chat loved the Rites of Passage because it was nostalgic. Nostalgic. I, I like the music. Did you like it? I was always bored with them going. I said, okay, here's all these people that I kind of forgot about. And, oh, you got voted out first, second, third. Like, I don't really care. I don't know. I always saw it as them padding an episode where I wanted to see more strategy. I didn't mind it. I think there were certain rites of passage that I didn't care about because I didn't necessarily um, enjoy or care so much about the players. But if there was a season where, like, I really liked people, it was a nice reminder of, like, oh, yeah, that's... Especially if it was, like, an all-veteran season. Oh, yeah, that's nice to know of, like, oh, yeah, remember when that person got voted off? Interesting. I forgot that they got voted off so later, so earlier, vice versa. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. Obviously, next week is the finale. We're finally going to get something about Edge of Extinction, which, you know, we've talked about this multiple times. I think this gimmick was not the best. Okay. Personally. Personally. I think not the best, and everybody in the chat seems to pretty much be in agreement. If it, Somebody put in the chat if you guys actually like Extinction Island. I don't think it's a bad gimmick. I think it's a misused or underused gimmick. Mm-hmm. If they had done more stuff with it, if there were more competitions, if the advantages they found actually had more of an effect on the actual game, something more significant, any of that would be interesting. They just have done nothing with it. We just go there, we see them lying around, and sometimes they find a bottle or something like that. Nothing has been interesting. And okay, they're surviving on little to nothing. And there is something intrinsically interesting about Areem still being involved in the game because for a lot of people, and you, I forget, as always, mm-hmm. you will know immediately, there was that one season where two people were bounced like minute five of the, of the first episode. They didn't even get a chance to play anything. Do you remember that? Palau. Okay. You feel something 
for them. I feel bad. It's yeah. their dream. They wanted to play. That was so, truly also a waste. That was a complete that waste. A complete of course. Waste. Why bother? What, that's not exciting or interesting. So you feel something for these people. It's cool that they're involved somehow, but it's just, as I believe Eric just said, poorly executed. Exactly. I agree. I think it's poorly executed there. I liked the idea of like people on Extinction being able to help out people who are still in the game. They could have done that more, and I think they should have done it more. I think it would have been very interesting to see who is helping out who, especially someone like Joe, who maybe doesn't have ties to the people left in the game right now. Yeah, I mean, just a few shout-outs real quick. Cassidy, we should have just had Redemption Island. Yep, pretty much. much. Desiree, they needed at least three people to re-enter. Absolutely. Look, you've got people like David and Joe and Aubrey and Kelly. Like a big buildup for returning amazing players. I've seen more of Reem than them on (laughs) Edge of Extinction Island, right? And I don't mean to keep bagging on her because I'm sure she's cool and she's nice, whatever. But the point is... There's a storyline built up with some of these amazing characters like Joe, and it's just completely wasted by like, well, here they come filing into tribal council again. I love it when Jeff says, let's bring in the jury. Do you mean let's bring in everyone? Let's bring in everyone else. I think that's the other thing I want to ask you, especially now that we are getting to the last episode. We for sure now know that the next time we see people on Edge of Extinction, someone will be coming back to the game. But... Now that we know that for sure, how do you feel about this many people potentially being on the jury? Because I don't think there's some twist of like, oh, yeah, bye-bye. They're all on the jury. They have to be. It has to to be. Otherwise, they don't have a jury. But how do you feel about that many people? So it would be – make sure my math is correct here. It would be a 13-person jury because Keith and Wendy left. Left. So we're at 16 people, final three. So 13-person jury. Yeah. I'm down with it if they film it and edit it correctly because they've been doing, if you notice, in recent seasons, much shorter final tribals because it used to get obnoxious with their questions and how long to, it went on. It, it was used just to be boring. bitter questions. Some yeah, of them were just, bitter questions. Some of them were random questions. I mean, how many of us fast forwarded through that question part just to see who won? Like, I, yeah. In fact, a lot of times my DVR would cut off and the actual winner would be announced in the portion of my DVR that recorded the after show. Mm-hmm. So I just like stop it during the questions and just go to the next episode. Yeah, it's so boring. So I don't mind there being a lot more people. It's cool how informed they all are because you got to imagine in OG jury, I guess, which we can call it now, you only saw what happened at the final tribal. Now, from the new person voted on to Extinction Island, they can tell everybody everything that's happened. Or nothing. Who knows what they're telling? So, well, what do you mean? They can tell, ev- like everybody in the game, they can tell what's happening on Extinction so, Island. So, for for instance, Ron, right? Ron gets to go to Extinction Island, and if they have this little pact going, he can tell everybody everything that happened. So you get a everybody on the jury has a big behind the scenes look at everything that's gone on. Ordinarily, they only see what happens at the tribals. And you might not find out everything that's gone on, right? Like, for example, at a tribal, maybe you don't find out that Aurora went through the bag. But Ron can tell everybody that she did that. Little things like that that could potentially have a big sway. Couldn't you say that, say, for example, if Ponderosa was still in, once they go to Ponderosa, they could say all that too? Yes, but I don't know if they do, right? And 
um, potentially people from the beginning of the game, like Reem, who've made no relationships with any of these people that are still in the game. She has all of this information to go on just secondhand and hearsay. So it's an interesting, different dynamic from the jury perspective. That's great. If somebody knows in the chat, toss up, do they talk at Ponderosa after? Do they, does the jury have, or are they sequestered from each other? Or do they they have these, they have these big conversations about everything that's gone on? They talk, they eat, they play rock band, like (laughs) they do, they do. If you ever watch Heroes vs. Villains, Ponderosa, it's pretty great. Not Guitar Hero, not Guitar Hero, just just rock band. It might be Guitar Hero, it might be rock band, it's one of the guitar ones. I think it's, I think it's a different uh, perspective because they also know that they're all potentially still in the game. It does have a different feel from a jury perspective. And somebody, uh, Cassidy Love, they're having a big brother-like jury. And that's exactly right. I actually want to give a shout-out to Desiree in the chat who is asking, do you think that the person from Edge of Extinction will expose Lauren's idol? That's a perfect point. Exactly. Something like that. So going back in, somebody going back in, if Ron has exposed it, right, or whoever knows, I, I have trouble keeping track. Whoever knows, if they've exposed Lauren's idol, and Reem goes back in, she knows, but no one else knows. But at the same time, that would only give her, what, maybe one chance to expose it? Because, which it wouldn't matter because she could use it that night. Because what is after at Final Four, you can't use idols anymore? So correct, that, so that correct. So that would really so, only give her like one-ish chance to out Lauren? It's still knowledge, right? It's, it's still, still knowledge, knowledge. It's still power. And it still won't be a wasted vote to even bother with her because they know this is the last, she has one and it's the yeah. last time she can use it. It, like you're saying, it's it's still good knowledge to have. It's a different dynamic for specifically the jury. Yeah. And you didn't give your opinion. What do you think about a 13-person jury? I think it's a lot. Yeah. I think it's a lot. I think... Because what is it normally? It's usually like... 11? No, no, no. It's usually like 9. Yeah. 9-ish. Like, I think 9 is the highest it's been. Yeah, the f- so four more people. So four I mean, more people. you know, what's Reem going to ask? What I mean, what's some of them actually going to that, ask? That's, yeah. that's the thing is like people who have been on Edge of Extinction longer, it's kind of like, okay, well, what are you basing your, what are you really basing it off of? Because, you know, you didn't get out of the game post merge when things kind of started really, when people started really playing yeah. individual games. So you're only getting what you're seeing at Tribal, really. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's going to be interesting, but all in all, the upshot of all that is, I think Extinction Island as a concept was wasted. No, I agree. I think it was potential. I never necessarily disliked the, say for example, I never, it's, Extinction to me is very similar to Redemption Island, and I never necessarily disliked the gimmick of Redemption Island. I just think it wasn't used for the proper cast. I think it needed to be used for an all-veteran cast. Sure. But- that's the same thing with Edge of Extinction. I don't necessarily dislike it. It just needed to be better utilized. So I completely agree with you on there. Let's- Royal is uh, is helping us out. Ghost Island had 11 if you add Laurel. So, okay. So they've had a little bit bigger Maybe juries. That, yeah. um, Cassidy Love asks, is Lauren automatically in the final four? She's not because no. somebody's coming, coming back. back. So yeah. she could be voted out at the next vote when there is a new six. Ooh, <laughs> right? What a burn. That's like that's like getting out one before the merge. If but this she, was a normal season. It's bad. But they do know somebody's eventually going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. This is interesting. At the end, I don't know if you had it slated for us to do this, but we should predict who's coming back. Yes. Gather your thoughts because I actually really like that idea of who will be coming back, especially because there are so many 
skilled people on Edge of Extinction. We're going right to have now. you guys vote in the chat too. So think about it. Not now, not now, but near the end. Let's near see. The end. Uh, let's get a consensus on who's coming back. All right. Let's go into immunity. So yeah. Devin's won. Devin's wins. Woo! Love it. Like good. So happy. Good for him. He's. I respect his game. He is playing so hard, and I can't. I can't fault him for the game he's playing. I'm so glad you're not Timothy Michael because he and I just are oil and water on Rick Devins. Uh, he just mm-hmm. hates him, and that's why I was texting him. I was like, "You're gonna hate this episode." There are things about Hidden Immunity <laughs> Idol, and he won the actual immunity. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm excited to talk more about. Tribal Council and what he did with the Hidden Immunity Idol. Oh, but, my I mean, gosh. Let's good get on into him. That. There's not a ton to talk about for the Immunity Challenge. He won. Rick, great. Rick he won. solved the puzzle. Fantastic. He solved the, puzzle, yeah. the key, by the way, if you go on Survivor, and I think it was Will who calls me out on giving the Survivor advice. So everybody drink because I'm going to give some right now. If you have. Should, should I sip my tea and do a really disgusting I need something to drink with that. Yes, please. If you go into one of these puzzle challenges, <laughs> you've got to look for the odd letter and form the word around the odd letter. In this case, it would have been X, so you could definitely get extinction, and that's going to help you a long way. Wow. Never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. I'd like to try a puzzle, though, one day. Like a There are sur- many puzzles. Like you a could survivor puzzle. You search know what online I mean. And Thank you. Find Thank you. All right. Let's go into post-immunity, because clearly there's nothing to talk about with immunity other than Devin's one. So... Clearly, Julie is on the bottom, and she is the <laughs> only one who will work with Rick in this four-person alliance. Sure. Wants to vote out Julie, except for Lauren, who thinks that she can beat Julie. Which I don't think she's wrong. I think anybody at this point could beat Julie. I think so too. But some people are also saying, "Hmm, you know, I don't know if I would be able to beat Aurora." I still, I think Aurora is impressive in terms of how far she's made in the game, but socially, I, I still don't think people would want to vote for her. It's very interesting. I, I don't get the Aurora thing. I think she's a good player. I think she's strong at challenges, but she doesn't stand out to me as this amazing persona who's like dominating at all in Survivor. In fact, I would say easily Gavin is playing a better game. Obviously, Devin's is playing a better game. Um, probably the two of them, I think, are the are the big ones to watch out for. I, I asked this question. Maybe Lauren, too. Sorry. This is something that I was talking about at the top of the show, and I want to get your opinion on it. This season has kind of it's it's had its good moments, but I do think there were areas where it struggled. I think at this point in the game, not including any, not including the person who comes back from Extinction Island, I personally think Devons would be the most satisfying. He's obviously the most satisfying winner, but like I don't know if I would be as satisfied if any of the remaining people in the game won right now, except for maybe Gavin, because he's playing a good game so far. I think Gavin's playing a good game. He. Turned on Ron when he needed to last episode. He hasn't had a ton of blood on his hands, and I think he's being very strategic. But I hands down give it to Devins. I don't think anybody remaining in the game right now beats Devins. I honestly don't know if anybody who comes back beats Devins either because he did come back already at— I mean, you get two chances to come off Edge of Extinction. Yeah. He came back on the more difficult one because he had a whole lot more game to play. And he has just been dominating, finding idols, winning challenges, orchestrating votes as he did tonight. I don't know who beats him. Who would you exactly? I don't think the only way you could beat him is if he lost an immunity challenge and it was in the final four and he couldn't save himself with an idol anymore. But then at that point, it's very disappointing. This is interesting. Chels, longtime fan, says Devin's social game is lacking. It's the I, arrogance. I disagree. I don't think his social game is lacking. I think he's on an island with a bunch of people who don't like him or want to work with him. 
Julie, he's got no problem with Julie. He had a little tiff with David, but that was just over who to vote out, basically. Like, they were fine right away. I think his social game for the people who are willing to work with him are great. He's just stuck with a bunch of people who realize they can't beat him. And so why are they going to really be social or nice to him? And therefore, he knows they're doing nothing but trying to get him out. So have fun. Yeah, I, I still go back to the arrogance. It's, 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 I'm like a middle ground. It's I'm so a middle weird. ground. No, I, I, I totally get it. I respect it. But I don't. it doesn't come off as arrogant to me. And then we had this uh, discussion in the chat last week as well. Different perceptions, and 100%. It comes off that way to other people. It doesn't seem arrogant to me. It just seems like I'm kind of exactly what he said on tonight's episode. He's playing with house money. So go for it. Have a great time. What else is going to happen? Everybody's out for him. So is he going to sulk? I mean, you know. Let's talk about what he what he pulled at Tribal Council. Yeah, big, big, big time. Big mold. Yeah. Big, big move. He's basically saying, hey, Julie, I'm going to save you with my idol, which I thought was, you know, very dumb for anybody to believe. Like, good on him for, again, being smart enough to get people to go along your way. But in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, like, this, to, if anyone really believes that he's going to save Julie with the position that he's in, he needs that idol to save himself. I don't. I really don't think he would save I did. Julie. You thought he would save Julie. I, wow. I was absolutely open to the move because I think Rick is a very strategic player. And I bought what he said at Tribal because the logic is sound. You save Julie for sure with the idol – somebody next episode is coming back from edge of extinction. You know, they're nine out of 10 times going to join up with him because most of the remaining players put them there. Right? So he's got a pretty strong lock to make it three, three. If he doesn't save her and she goes out at best, it's going to be four, two when edge of extinction comes back and you're bad on the numbers again, and you're relying again on winning immunity on him, winning immunity or on him, I mean, I guess he can make it one more vote potentially, but he's in a big trouble situation at that point. So strategically, it made sense. I was teetering back and forth if he was going to use it. My gut is to not because you want to try to further your game as much as possible. So you want to keep it for yourself. But strategically, if there was ever a time to use it on somebody else, I think this is one of those times, potentially. I respect the move. I thought it was very smart of him to at least make it seem like he was going to use it on Julie. I never once thought he would actually use it on Julie. Again, just because of his situation. He won immunity this time. If he doesn't win it next week, he's going to need that idol for himself. And I think he is, you know, he's played this, he's gotten this far. He doesn't want to give up that chance. But in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, you know, I, I still think they should have voted for Julie, even though he was basically telling them to vote for Aurora, because regardless, regardless if he did play the idol or if he didn't play the idol, Aurora was going home. Either way. So why not just try and go for Julie? And then if you say Julie with the idol, then Aurora goes home if you were going to vote for Aurora. You know, it's it's. You're absolutely yeah. right. You're absolutely right. And for me, the tell that he was not going to play it was just the fact that he announced it. Yeah. So if you're going to play it, why bother saying anything? Let them vote for Julie and then just vote out Aurora because mm-hmm. you guys will do it. So both of what we're saying is completely accurate. And yeah, they should have just voted for Julie anyway. Do you think Julie slightly got disappointed that he didn't actually play the idol for her? I think, I felt like she I felt think, burned. Yes, but 
we'll maybe we'll see a little bit of the fallout next week. But if she's a smart player, she'll understand the move. Like he's got to protect himself. Now, if she's a smart player, she'll realize I need to get him out as well. Sure. However, let me go back on something that you said. It might not have had anything to do with Devin's playing the idol. Being smart, the rest of them should have wanted Aurora out over Julie because they can beat Julie, I think, hands down. I think anybody you're gonna can have beat a, Julie. Right. You're going to have a tougher time against Aurora. So, you know, thinking about it, they probably didn't want Julie anyway. I mean, that that's a good point because clearly Lauren didn't want Aurora and she was – here's the thing. There was a moment that I thought maybe they would vote for Lauren because they saw how quickly Lauren was willing to go off and do her own thing. She didn't want to vote for Julie. She was going to vote for Aurora regardless if Gavin and Victoria were on board. So I thought that would have made a good case to try and get out Lauren. Granted, is Lauren a threat right now? Mm, I don't necessarily know. I give I give Lauren a better percentage chance to win at the final than Aurora, I think. I think she has, no pun intended, survived more she has. And, and been scrappier and made it through. A lot of people agreeing with us, saying the same thing. Mr. Spins, Nathan, Julie's just a layup. Just take her to the end. And yeah, she's a she's a final three candidate. I mean, easy for anybody. And um, I think Chels asked why, you know, the question we were discussing, why wouldn't you just four vote for Julie? And that's the thing. I don't think they want her out. I think they realized when, you know, they started scrambling and stuff there. Um, what can they do because Rick wants to vote Aurora, so what are we going to do? I think they realize, like, yeah, we really don't want Julie out. But Now's t- the time. Who are you going to take to the finals? Going back to the numbers, it, that's true. You're also starting – you're so close to the final tribal now. You have to think, okay, who do you want to sit with at the tribal? But do you think in terms of numbers it was better to give Rick, you know, to get rid of someone in the numbers side and then to have Rick possibly flip someone next week to get the numbers and then take out the rest of them? So potentially, if you're Gavin and Lauren um, and Victoria, you're going, look, I don't think anybody who comes back from Extinction could beat Rick anyway. So we have a pretty good case and story to tell them. We've got to get him off. You're not going to be, none of us are going to beat him. He can't go to the final three regardless. And that would be the way to win them over onto their team. What they have to think of is, is Aurora an easier person to beat than somebody on the jury? Okay. And if you're looking at people, uh, sorry, uh, extinction. And if you're looking at people on extinction who have a really solid chance of coming back, the hyper athletic ones, a lot of them were voted off pretty early. Mm-hmm. So they don't have as much history in the game. They don't have as much moves or as much of a resume. And maybe they're just saying, look, we got to get Aurora and we'll swing somebody over and have them help us get Devin's out. Definitely a lot to think of as we get to our finale next week. And I actually want to give us a little bit more time to talk about our finale predictions and who we think is coming back from Edge of Extinction. So I think we should go right into our MVP segment and then get into our predictions. So, I mean, it's just my one prediction. You can gladly read it. I think it's pretty obvious. And you predicted correctly. It's It's D-E-V-E-N-S. However you spell it, Rick is killing it. And really furthering his hosting career by doing these constant news segments on himself, too. I like that a lot. Yeah. He was just ridiculous this episode. Who else are you going to give it to? You you really can't give it to anybody else. He's doing such a great job. People are falling for every single one of his tricks. He keeps 
winning challenges. Like he is in such honestly, like if he doesn't re win, I will slightly I will be disappointed because he is the most deserving at this point. Um, but you know, if if Gavin does end up winning, he might be he would be my second best. I think at this point, with everyone still in the game, I think the person to fear the most coming back from extinction is Ron. Hold that theory. Uh, Let's get into some of our predictions about who will come back okay. in our finale. Okay. Was oh, that it? <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> I got my grid up here. I feel like I'm going long shot here and saying Reem's got a decent chance just the way they're editing it. But against Joe? Against David? I'm just against the, no, no, no. Chris? Just the way they're editing it. Purely from the edit, okay? But I think it's going to be one of... We saw a little bit of it. We saw there's a mm-hmm. little bit of a ropes course something, of course. It's going to be ropes wrapped around wood and probably a puzzle at the end. I'm going to probably go with a more athletic person, something on the more athletic side. And you're probably looking at an Eric or Chris or Joe. Um, however, I think that the person to be scared of is Ron. If Ron makes it back, I think he's got a better argument of winning than everybody on the island except Rick. And I think that would be the most interesting final tribal to see Rick and Ron argue against each other. Probably with Julie in tow is just no one's going to ask her a question. Yeah, Because they both essentially have the same story. They both went to the edge. They both made it back, back right. against. Although, again, Devins does have the slightly better story in that he came back earlier and he had to fight a lot harder than maybe Ron did towards the end because he came back so late. Well, and it, but if you're Ron, you make the argument, not really, because I was just sent back, so I played all that game too, essentially all the game that you played as well. So mm-hmm. we've kind of been playing the same amount. Um, strategizing, controlling a bunch of the votes, doing good to rally people and maintain alliances and things like that. That would be a really good argument. You know what? I Who do I think will come back in the game? I could probably say either Joe or Chris. Who would I like okay. to see back in the game? Aubrey. I think this. I think Aubrey did not get a good go around this time. I think in her previous season, she also didn't really give get as much of a good go around. I think Aubrey deserve. I think she just. I mean, she got second place in one of her previous go arounds. I know. I, mean, I know, but like, I love her as a player. Do I want to see her come back? Not really, because she hasn't really done enough. So, is that really an interesting final? I mean, what is she really going to say? She got voted off rather early this season. I just went down in my chair. Um, oh, no. Oh, I'm shrinking. Um, I don't think she's got a lot to really talk about, so it's not as interesting. I think the more interesting person is – it's got to either be like Reem and and Chris or Eric, like a really early one, or it's got to be like Ron, a really late one. The really early ones is going to be interesting just to see them interact and like – Flop around on the island. And the later ones, you know, they put in a lot of work and they have some kind of story. Yeah. I just, like, Aubrey Aubrey has gone really far in her previous seasons. I just think, like, she deserves a little bit better. I love her. I wish she had a, the real surprise, uh, Keith. Keith will just swim on in. Oh, gosh. No, he left. (laughs) What are you talking about? How bad you, like, we have some time. How bad do you feel now as Wendy or Keith? You're like, I-, I could have been on here the whole time. I could have been on literally every episode of Survivor. You know, I don't, I, I'll be honest, I don't think I necessarily feel bad for them. I think Keith... Has, I don't feel bad for them. No. How, if you are them, 
You know what? If I was them, maybe Keith is feeling some regret. I still truly believe in her heart. Wendy is like, I had a really great time, guys. I enjoyed my time with the chickens. I do not have like any regrets. Like blissful ignorance? Yeah. Like, All I right. have no regrets. Like, I think... And I don't know, but I just think Wendy really had a good time. Keith might be regretting if it. If you're Keith, you uh, let's say you're Keith and Reem wins, you, absol- would, you absolutely so regret it because yeah. you had legitimately had a shot at a million dollars. They all legitimately have a shot. I mean, what is it going to take? Winning this final obstacle course next week. Finding a hidden immunity idol, potentially. Oh, oh. Oh, what's your thought? Oh. What if the person who wins their way back from Edge of Extinction Island gets automatic immunity? So you can't that would vote be them. Nice. You can't vote them right back in. That would honestly be the best thing that they could do because that would be so annoying if we waited what was it, 34, 35 days to finally get someone back at the Edge of Extinction. We've all been wondering when the second person coming back will be it would be so annoying if they got back in the game and then immediately went back to the jury that, that would, would be, be annoying bi- that'd be a cool twist yeah or at least it's hidden immunity idol is hidden somewhere in that final challenge something like that and they get an advantage to can like we give them everything <laughs> do we just give yeah, them everything maybe maybe or yeah. i just think it would be, that would throw some kind of cool wrench into mm-hmm. the whole plan because then everybody's really fighting to have them onto their side because they're untouchable anyway so if you're an early person like Reem, it takes winning that challenge, right? Potentially you get immunity, potentially not. Finding one immunity idol and winning one other challenge, it's not that rough. Especially yeah. if you're some of these, like, if you're Joe, if you're like a challenge beast, right? And you can win immunity challenges, you're real close. Or like Chris or Eric who got voted off very early, you're not that far from winning, I mean, Mm -hmm. what if Keith all of a sudden pulled out some amazing puzzle win and he won himself immunity into the final three? I mean, it's possible. Wow. All right. Quick one last thought. Who do you think will be our final three for next week? Final three. Including the person you think will come back from Edge of Extinction. Got it. I think final three will be Devin's, Julie, and Gavin. Hmm. I also agree that I think the final three will be between Devin's, Julie, and I might throw a wild card in there and say Joe, just because I really believe in his ability to win challenges. But we shall we shall see. Next week is the finale. I'm excited. Mike, are you excited? Absolutely. I'm ready to see who wins. I'm ready to see who comes back from Edge of Extinction. They've been teasing that the entire time. I'm finally ready to see it. Mike... You, you're Mike. Tim will be back. I am. And Mike, I'll be back. You'll Tim be back. Here, the whole crew will be here. <laughs> We're so excited. Uh, so be sure to join us next week for the finale. Uh, until then, Mike, where can our tribe mates find you on social media? Guys, thanks for hanging out. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Eric Raven, Thomas Chells, Mr. Spins, Rebecca. You can find me everywhere at Mike Feeling. And I'm Veronica Valencia. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's me, Veronica underscore V. Also, be sure to like, subscribe our YouTube channel so that you get more content tailored towards you. Also, make sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes because that really helps us out and it and it boosts up uh, boosts us up in the search, rather. And we love bringing you content, so be sure to give us all of the love. Stay tuned for next week for Survivor Season 38, Edge of Extinction Ooh. Season Finale. We'll be here. You join us. We'll see you then. Something will finally happen with Edge of Extinction. Finally! Ha! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. 
Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.